morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group. Legal, lawful, constitutional tender wealth insurance in a world that has gone mad. And you think about, you know what, today got a great show lineup. We got Ray Dalio today. We're going to have Peter Schiff today. Uh, we, we got the government shutdown raging on. We got an update on, on trade wars and Oh, so much more. How about the the thing with the high school kids? And I think this really shows you what is really where we're headed. And it's a microcosm. If you don't know what I'm talking about, the other day there was a video of these high school kids that attended I want to say, and, 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 and I may have this part of it wrong, but I want to say it was uh, like a, a pro-life or something movement, something like that. I'm not, I'm not quite sure. But it was a, a uh, planned and organized event, and there was lots of people there. Uh, I, I'll call it populism. So you had the people on the left and the people on the right. And they show this video of these high school kids that had the MAGA hats on, you know, Make America Great Again hats on. And they have this Native American pounding on a drum, essentially kind of in this kid's face. And the kid standing there, not saying anything, but apparently, and he did, you know, if you look at he, you could tell the young man was uncomfortable. And he just kind of had what they call a smirk on his face. And they essentially say, you know, like, like they do now, that all these kids were, were taunting this Native American Vietnam vet and essentially acting horrible, and where are their parents? All this stuff. They're a terrible human because let's face it, right? They 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 had the Make America Great hats on, and they were chastised throughout the media. Uh, the school had to even close because of death threats and all this stuff. Some idiot out there saying, let's plaster all of these high school kids' information out there so we know where they live and everything else and blah, blah, blah. Only to find out later. That's not what happened. The high school kids were the ones being bullied and intimidated. Now, there was a section they didn't even play in the video. Someone actually had the whole two-hour event on video, and these kids were lining up to actually get on a bus where they were berated. And I won't even play the video because it's all bleeped out. By some, and I don't know, an or, an or, I think it, it could have been Muslim. I'm not sure. Okay, but, but adults were acting disgusting. 
of the Native American, which they led you to believe that the kids were being the aggressor, actually was he was being the aggressor. He came out of nowhere and started banging his drum in these kids' face. And I'll just say this, kudos to those kids, because you know what? They sat there and they took it. They took it. Didn't say a word. Didn't get angry. Didn't raise their voice. Didn't start an argument. Stood there and looked at him with, I guess, quote-unquote, a smirk on his face. But this is all you need to know. I hate to tell you this. That's why you need to have gold. Because it's coming. You know, Ron Paul talked about it years ago. Revolution. We are so divided now, and essentially there's no more middle. Why? Because the middle got gutted out. The middle class is gutted out. This is the microcosm of it all. And the media wanted you to think one side was behaving heinously when really, in actuality, it was the other side. And uh, I'll say this. Kudos to those kids' parents. And more importantly, really, put give the credit where it's due. Kudos to those kids because they didn't do a thing. They went out there. They exercised their right to assemble. And they did it with dignity. And, and I encourage all of you to... Uh, read, if you haven't already seen it or heard about it, get educated about it. And again, I, 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 I'm going to leave it at that. I don't want to get all political, but this is one of the big reasons. This is what, what is happening, and we're going to tie all of this together today. Because you know what? It all fits into the pieces of the puzzle. When we get back, we're going to have Ray Dalio, we're going to have Peter Schiff, and then we're going to tie this thing all together Patriot Radio News Hour, allamericangold.com is our website, 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. We got a big show lined up for you. 800-951-0592 is our toll-free number. Uh, we're chasing something right now. I'll, I'm hoping to have something really exciting for you. We'll see how we do. Yesterday we had those British sovereigns; those are gone. You know, you got got to got to get on it when you got it when it when it's there for you. Uh, but but give give me give me to the end of the show. We're working on something. I don't know if it's going to come together or not. Uh, but stay tuned. Uh, uh, right now, not a whole lot going on. That the Dow's up less than a hundred points. Uh, silver is unchanged. Gold is down a dollar. Uh, but but we'll we'll see how it progresses. And, and I'll give you uh, what's happening. There was an update on the trade war. And, again, I pride myself on being educated because I don't want to come out here and tell you things that are not true. You know what I've told you since this trade war started. China is going to say, hey, we'll buy more stuff stuff we may or may not want to sell them, but they have no interest in protecting American companies' sovereign uh, intellectual property. The next round of meetings that was scheduled for next week have been canceled. Why? 
due to lack of progress on the protection of American companies' intellectual property. Matter of fact, they said the Chinese won't even admit that they've been stealing it, which apparently we were going to give them a hall pass on. Hey, all right, we know you stole all this stuff. We're going to let that go as long as you promise not to steal anymore. The China was like, yeah, we, I don't know what you're talking about. We didn't steal anything. But we, we've got you <laughs> red-handed stealing it. Oh, that's not me. Right? You know, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Uh, so anyway, we'll see government shutdown. I, I don't know. And, and it's not just the 800,000. There's probably twice, probably three times as many contractors. Those people don't get back pay. Uh, I, and again, goes back to what I started this show with. We are a nation divided, mostly because the wealth has disappeared. We have it in the hands of the few. The middle class has been gutted, gutted. Matter of fact, half the people that say they're middle class really aren't anymore. Those are facts. Yesterday we talked about one of my favorites. Because there are certain people that I look to, and these aren't fringe people, because they're, they're everywhere. These are the people, you know, I always, at the end of the day, I like to follow the money. Where's the real money going? And Wall Street's not the real money, just so you know. What are the billionaires really doing? Who do they give their money to? Ray Dalio's one of those guys. Uh, he gave an interview in Davos the other morning, and I told you we were going to play it. Uh, so, so Ramon, let's go ahead. Let's, let's play Ray Dalio. This was yesterday on CNBC. He's going to tell you what's coming next. Go, Ramon. Joining us right now is Bridgewater founder, co-chief investment officer, and co-chairman Ray Dalio, and we're thrilled to see you this morning. Um, despite the sun, there is a lot of hand-wringing going on uh, here in Davos. Uh, you apparently were uh, doing a little bit of hand-wringing about uh, what may or may not happen uh, in the years to come in your panel this morning. I, I just saw some of your comments, but I wanted to ask you, uh, this guy, I think, maybe you guys had a mind meld. Seth Klarman has a letter that's been going around Davos uh, a little bit this morning, um, and it, it's, it sounds a lot like you. He says, uh, it can't be business as usual amid constant protests, riots, shutdowns, and escalating social tensions. You've talked a lot about social tensions. And he asks in the letter, social fr frictions remain a challenge for democracies around the world, and we wonder when investors might take more notice of this. Why do you think thus far investors seem to have tuned out all of this as noise? Well, investors buy uh, returns on stocks and so on. So uh, it hasn't yet become a factor in terms of creating any disruption. There's a certain time horizon, maybe a few months, nine months might be it. And so if you take corporate tax cuts, they make stocks worth more. Or if you have interest rates at such a low, low level that a return on investment of buying equities for those who own equities, I mean, the uh, people who own their companies and they have buybacks, that supports stock prices. So the mechanics of that, even populism of the right, 
capitalism and making profits is what motivates the stock market. It's not what motivates the whole economy. So you have to realize that you're buying an income stream. And so it's those factors that are most... So where are we in the income stream? And I should tell you, Scott Minard was sitting where you were uh, in the last segment. He thinks a recession is coming in 2020. Um, So there's there's a significant risk of a recession. A recession, you know, is it minus one? Is it plus one? Okay, so let's not get technical about that too much. There's a high likelihood of a significant slowing in 2020. And so now let's put that in perspective, right? So we're in the later stages of the cycle. We have had certain things that mean there's a hump in growth, and then there's going to be globally a slow up. It's not just the United States. It's Europe, and it's China, and then when we and Japan, and we look at where we are in interest rates. So we are at almost zero. We have 300 basis points here. We have zero there. There, those factors together with the income gap and the populism will lead to now the political election. We're going to start to enter the uh, election season. Twenty-three. For, already, you're okay. hearing this is week. Some new candidates and, on the list. And so with that. We're going to now have a question about the rethinking of how we're operating. That wealth gap has brought about populism, and with that, we're going to have the political conflict. The implications of the political conflict for markets are very profound, so we're going to start to talk about that. For example, there's, is, is a 70% tax rate going to happen? Does that change how it, we will behave with capital gains? Does that have an effect? So these factors, the the combination, I think, the three big factors are the combination of the wealth gap and the politics as we come to it, the where we are in the later cycle, and the inability of central banks to ease as much. That's the cauldron that will define 2019 and 2020, in my opinion. Go ahead. ahead. I was just going to say, where does the relationship between the U.S. and China fit into that matrix? Because I know that you've talked a lot about the the sort of longer-term battle that might be emerging between these two countries. Yes, I think, I think that's another example of why this period is very similar to the late 1930s, right? So what are the factors? Uh, one of the factors is that we have a phenomenon in which there's a rising power challenging an existing power in different ways. There's a trade component of that. That isn't the most important component. I think the trade component can be dealt with well. There's a way of being component. Uh, China is um, from top down for its various reasons. It goes back to Confucius. It goes back to dynasties. And it is a way of operating. There's a bottom up. That issue has implications for supply chains. In other words, you have a range of possibilities. Nobody knows where that will end up. None none of the leaders know the range of possibilities. If you take the worst case possibilities, which is, uh, let's say, a conflict, then that leads itself to, am I self-sufficient? Are you self-sufficient? How are you going to deal with that? Those issues will be with us at the time. So what I'm saying is, if you take a period of time that's analogous of forces, these are the forces. The forces of, uh, of um, the, the wealth gap. The top one-tenth of one percent of the population is net worth equal to the bottom 90 percent. You go back to the 1930s. If you take populism it, it, as it has a political, 
you go back to the 1930s as that comparison. If you take where we are in terms of monetary policy, the ability to stimulate, because everybody's long. Everybody's long. Everybody's leverage long, right? And you want to be leverage long because everybody wants it to go up. That means central banks do things to make it. That provides credit. That's buying power. You want to make it go up because everybody's leverage long and you're at a limit to that because you can't as easily lower the interest rate or you can't as easily print money and make it go up anymore. These are the inflection points. These are the issues of our time. Right. These are the inflection points. These are the issues of our time. And, and you think about, and he said a lot in less than six minutes. He talked about, they call it the wealth gap. Okay. That's a nice word. I call it the gutting of America. Right? It's, you know, really, what was America? We had the best middle class the world had ever seen. And we've taken it all away. And we replaced it with what? We replaced it with debt. Right? And he, so he talks about the wealth gap. Says, hey, one-tenth of one percent owns 90% of the wealth. I told you yesterday, just 26 people own, mat, own more than half of the world's population combined. So that was one issue. He talked about the emergence of the new power, referring to us as the what? Old power. And said, hey, by the way, and he said it nicely, China has a way of doing things. It's different than the way that we're used to doing things. And they're the new power. And said, hey, listen, this could end okay. And guess what he said? Or the worst case scenario, it's World War III. So obviously, it's going to be somewhere in, in, in between those two. I've got a pretty good idea. It's going to be a lot closer to World War III than it is Hey, everything worked out great. By the way, I've got an update. I'll get into it after the break. China is going to pass the United States. Well, I'll do it now. China is going to pass the United States this year. And what are, what did they call? It? Let me get to it. And then, uh, Ramon, just to let you know, on the next segment, uh, we're going to play Peter Schiff. Uh, but we're so, and we're going to finish with Ray Dalio because he, he talked more more things very important. China is going to surpass the United States and become the top retail market in the world. And again, they're already the top, but now they're going to do it dollar-wise. Uh, experts say China's market will exceed the U.S. by $100 billion in 2019, with sales growing to $5.636 trillion. That's just retail. The United States expected to finish the year at $5.5 trillion. Growth rates are decelerating in both countries. China now has the highest rate of e-commerce sales in the world. <laughs> and I thought we were the e-commerce champion of the world, by the way. 
Uh, by the way, China does 35% of all their sales, apparently, are now on e-commerce. Uh, the country's going to have 56% of digital retail sales around the world. The U.S. e-commerce, by the way, just so you to put it in perspective, only 11 percent uh by 2022 that number's starting to come up more isn't it 2022 they say china's retail sales will exceed uh almost seven trillion dollars they said by 2022 china will have 750 billion to a trillion dollars a year more and retail sales than the United States. Again, how do you think the trade war is going to work? Let me give you the toll-free number, 800-951-0592. When we get back, I'm going to finish with what Ray Dalio talked about, and then we're going to play Peter Schiff. Don't touch that dial. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for more than 70 years. Now, continuing that legacy, the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Libraries are supposed to be places of information and growth. They are supposed to be where we send our children to learn and gain the basic academic skills necessary to succeed in our society. However, LGBT advocates have created a stranglehold on these beloved public institutions by starting so-called drag queen story hours at libraries across the nation. At these events, men dressed as women read stories to children that indoctrinate them with the values of the progressive left. The craziest part of this whole situation is that the drag queens are totally open and unapologetic about their plans for your children. When LGBT advocates tried to bring their indoctrination to Lafayette City, Louisiana, they were enthusiastically embraced by the library. However, the parents of Lafayette were not so welcoming. The matter was brought before the city council, where citizens were allowed to voice their concerns. In that public hearing, drag queen Dylan Pontiff explained his motivation behind pushing for the story time was to, quote, groom the next generation, end quote. That was one thing Pontiff and the parents of Lafayette could agree on. The only problem for him was that parents did not want their children to be groomed on politically correct ideology by gender-confused strangers. Despite a strong showing by outraged parents, the council refused to vote against the drag queen's proposal. Instead, council members simply refused to vote on the matter at all, thus blocking the drag queen's story hour on procedural grounds without having to actually take ownership for their actions. The left tries to paint parents who are worried about indoctrination like this as kooky alarmists. Stories like this prove liberals only do that because they want to shame parents into handing over their children. Don't let them pull this trick on you. An essential part of the freedom we enjoy as American citizens is the freedom to raise our own children as we see fit. Where governments are responsible for the rearing of children, tyranny and collapse always follow. No one should be able to shame a parent into turning over their children to the czars of so-called tolerance and inclusion. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Political correctness is no longer simply about restricting speech. This tool for tyranny has led to employees being fired, pastors silenced, small businesses closed, and truth suppressed. 
Thankfully, the politically correct can't censor the work at phyllisschlafly.com. Join us, won't you, at phyllisschlafly.com. And thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800-951-0592. Gold just turned positive. Uh, $1,284. Silver uh, is up now about three and a half cents, uh, $15.35. The, uh, the NASDAQ and the S&P have now gone negative. Uh, the Dow is trying to hold gains up 40 points. Here's what I've got today. So I get just I got I just got it from Arlene. And I told you and we've told you here so many times. We want to sell you the most amount of gold and silver possible closest to spot as possible. And try to be what as private as possible. Today I've got an opportunity. I don't have millions of these. I've got 30 Mint State $61.20 Liberty. So what does that mean? They come in the hard plastic case, and these are PCGS and NGC. I don't know which. Don't ask. Right? Either way, you're going to get, right, they're the best two in the world. You're going to get one or the other. These have been looked at, put under a microscope, encapsulated, uh, and the hard plastic so they can't be damaged and all that stuff. And these are things our competitors like to charge hundreds of dollars more for them. I've got 30 Mint State 61 $20 Liberties at $1,285. That is $5 less than our regular $20 gold, ungraded $20 gold pieces. I've got 30 $20 Liberties and 15 $20 Saints. So 45 total. Do you like graded coins? Here you go. Here's your chance. The best part is you don't pay graded prices. You think about a graded coin for like 100 bucks over spot. It's incredible. 800-951-0592. After the show, uh, depending on how many we sell, I'll put it up on the website if I feel like there's going to be enough out there so you can buy online as well. Listen, you know, there's no bait and switch here. We are not like other gold companies. You call another gold company and essentially what you did is you guaranteed they're going to call you and harass you for the rest of your life. Not here. Listen, just call up 800-951-0592 and you tell Arlene, I'd like the special. Here's our big sales pitch. You ready? How many would you like? <laughs> there it is. That's all there is. He's going to give you a total. You can, uh, you can pay for it, obviously, personal check. Uh, we take all forms of credit cards. If you pay with a credit card, you got to pay the credit card fee. You know that, right? Because we only have single-digit markups to, the, to begin with. And so, so, obviously, and everyone's got those reward credit cards. I get it, right? You want the points. Now, they charge me, I got to charge you. But you can send us the check if you want to pay cash, right? You can pick them up in Phoenix. You can pick them up in Colorado. Save on the shipping. If you want us to ship, it's 35 bucks. When you place an order, when you place the order, we give you a trade number. That locks it in. Gold can go up $100 tomorrow. You don't pay anymore. 
or it go the other way, right? We know that. You don't get to pay unless you lock in, take advantage of it. Listen, put it all away. Uh, I'm going to get back to Dalio, but before I do that, I hope we've got enough time. Let's play Peter Schiff real quick. Peter Schiff, thank you so much for joining us here at the Vancouver Resource Investment Conference. Well, thanks for having me. It's nice to see you again. And now uh, you're great panelists yesterday on the Ultimate Gold Panel. We're going to talk gold in a bit, but, you know, I, I interview you a lot. And one of the comments I often get is, hey, Peter has been saying that we're going to have an economic collapse for years, that gold's going, you know, above 5000 yes. for for years. But recently you came out and responded to these scoffers. Well, what's, I mean, it's not, that's not recent. I mean, I've been responding uh, for a long time. But, of course, you know, nobody can come out and say, hey, we're headed for an economic crisis, and then the crisis hits tomorrow. Right? Obviously, you see trends that are building. Right? You see a problem forming well in advance. You know, it's like if you go to a doctor and, you, you know, let's say you're smoking and you're overweight and, you know, you don't exercise, they can make some, you know, forecasts about your health and, you know, maybe these bad things are going to happen. That doesn't mean that you're going to get cancer the next day. But, you know, obviously if you do things that are bad for your health, there is going to take be a toll and ultimately something's going to happen. And so I see the same thing with the economy. We're doing a lot of things that are very bad, uh, that are going to, you know, we're making us very sick. And we're going to succumb to the disease. But it doesn't mean we're going to succumb tomorrow. Uh, but, you know, I don't think anything that has actually happened in the real world has contradicted anything that I've been saying. I think all of the problems that I've diagnosed in the U.S. economy have just gotten worse since I diagnosed them. And so ultimately, we're going to suffer the fate that I have been predicting. Government shutdown. Yes. When will the drama end? Well, I don't know. I mean, unfortunately, the government is not really shut down. It's still open. That is the bigger problem. If we could actually shut it down, that would be a positive. Uh, But it is inconvenient for a lot of people, and it is a lot of political theater. And ultimately, it ends up costing taxpayers more money to shut the government down than to leave it open. So it's actually worse because it's a phony shutdown. But I don't know when the drama is going to end. But that's all it is. It's theater. It's the Democrats and the Republicans posturing against one another, you know, to basically in advance of the 2020 election about who's going to get the blame for the shutdown. And anything bad that happens in the economy, well, they can also blame it on the shutdown and point fingers at whose fault it is. And I think the Democrats think, well, we can easily blame Trump. And and Trump wants to blame the Democrats. But, you know, none of this is is the real, uh, you know, problem. It's a distraction. It's like a sideshow, and, and it basically deflects people's attention from what they should really be worrying about, not the shutdown or the wall. Turning to gold, I mentioned it yesterday during the panel, uh, mainstream media loving gold again. We're seeing billionaires who never bought gold before <laughs> buying gold. Now central banks that never bought gold entering into the space here. Uh, what do you make of it? Well, I think you're overstating the love affair. I mean, there might be a couple of people who are All saying right. they're buying well, you gold. Know, compared to the rest of the year, <laughs> I mean, people are talking about gold again. Yeah, very few people are talking about it. And when it's mentioned, normally, you know, people just dismiss it or discredit it. In fact, the fact that a couple of people are talking about buying it, I mean, maybe it's a novelty. So I think that it makes sense, you know, that some people are now finally looking at it. A lot more people should be looking at it. I think ultimately that is going to happen as the price of gold moves higher. Uh, More importantly, though, as the problems begin to manifest themselves in ways that hurt investors in you know in a more meaningful way whether it's the decline in the value of their stocks now that we've you know entered a bear market we're now in a correction uh, we're having a rally in a bear market in the u.s 
but I think this is early in the bear market. So as that grinds down, as we make new lows, and as inflation really starts to take a toll on the real value of people's savings and their investments, of not just their stocks, but in particular their bonds, uh, their, their, their savings, uh, the cash value of their insurance policies, maybe their annuities or their pensions, as inflation starts to erode away their purchasing power, you know, more and more people are going to wake up uh, to the benefits of owning gold. We'll be back right after the break. 1385 on those 6120s. Give us a call. We'll be right back. 809-510-592. Goes now up a dollar and a half, 1285 in rising silver, uh, approaching 1540. Uh, The NASDAQ getting ready to turn negative now. Uh, Still up about 15 points. Uh, The S&P, the NASDAQ, already negative. Uh, Arlene said I misspoke earlier, so I want to clarify. We have Mint State 61, $20 liberties in St. God. They're, they're encapsulated in the hard plastic case and, and graded, not by me, by PCGS or NGC. They're $1,385. Uh, so not $1,285, that's the spot price, $1,385. So a uh, hundred bucks over, and by the end of the day, I got a funny feeling it's going to be less than that. Uh, so, I, and I don't have a lot, but I'm telling you, this one will take advantage of it. I mean, this is something usually a graded coin brings an extra seventy-five bucks. Right. So now you're talking about you're going to pay. I can sell you at least forty-five graded twenties for less than a raw twenty today. And again, every day, you know our process. We go out, I get you the best deals possible, and then I don't sit there and buy these great deals and mark it up and and try to make even more money. No, I pass the savings on to you guys. That's why we've been doing this 23 years. And again, remember, this is how we pay for this show. And and I'm going to tell you, listen, don't believe me. Believe the guys I believe in, Ray Dalio. I believe him. Believe Jeffrey Gunlots. Look at what Peter Schiff talked about. Hey, listen, and he's not wrong. All the things he warned about, you know, and he used the the uh, you're a patient, right? There were signs. Hey, right, you smoke, you're fat, blah blah. blah. Hey, you're going to have health problems, right? Doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure it out. And we've had them, haven't we? We've been in and out of the hospital, and they try to convince us. You know, it's kind of like, hey, it's in remission. Well. Ray Dalio, it's coming back. This is the problem. And, and every time it comes back, it's worse. It's worse than the previous time. And, and, and Dalio talked about it. And he says, you know, 2019 and 2020, because the election's going to start, and, and he keeps going back to the 30s and populism. And I bring up those kids. I brought those kids up earlier today. Because they did nothing wrong. Matter of fact, they should have been commended. Because they, a lot of the kids in that situation, because their kids would have reacted much differently. And then if you actually hear what they went through, it was really what we should be talking about is what was that group with all the profanities? Those people, right, with, those are the ones that we need to find out about. But we're not going to. But it just shows the divide here. 
I don't know what the tipping point is going to be. Right? This altercation, I really feel like we got lucky. Nothing bad happened. I mean, it, got, it was going to get bad, and, and, and hopefully it, it doesn't. Right? The school had to close. There were the death threats. What, what if there had been violence? What if the, I mean, sooner or later, that, that's what I worry about. You know, and then he brought up, hey, listen, think about it. Not only did he talk about China, talked about the gutting of the middle class. That's my words, not his. And he started talking about, hey, what's going to be the environment? Right, he said, you know, we had the the reasons why stocks went up, and he gave those reasons. Right, hey, you had stock buybacks and tax cuts, and da da da. So you had a a false rally. But he started talking about taxes. Started brought up something I hadn't heard yet: capital gains taxes. Maybe I, I don't. I haven't heard that they're going up, but he kind of implied that they're going to. Uh, you know, he brought up the 70%, that, that that one lady, I forget her name again, I'm sorry. Uh, Cortez, I think it is, that's called, Arlene's giving me the head nod, okay, Cortez, right, she talked about a 70% and all the, listen, people approve it, right, that uh, it's immoral to have billionaires. It's the same type of a problem, and I think all of this is going to be weighing on the market uh, and, and really... I think a lot of people, like Peter Schiff, said, yeah, there's some people, this, there's definitely been a pickup in gold buy. That, that's absolute. But Peter Schiff was right. It hasn't gotten that big yet. But it's going to. Right? More and more people are going to be looking for, how do I protect myself? How do I protect my assets? This is not a good environment for debt right now. You have a central bank, Ray Dalio told you, central bank's got its hands tied down. We never got back to 5, 6, 7%. We never did. He, you know, and he even said, listen, we can't even get back to 3. A lot of the world's still at 0. They don't have the ammo they used to have. Because it's always what? The same ammo which is more death. And he said, everybody's leveraged long. Why? Because we want it to go up. Of course we do. And I want stocks to go up. I know people think that I don't. That's not true. I do. Because I know so many of us that we're stuck. We got these crappy 401Ks. Think about when did the gutting of the middle class really start? That's when it started. Right? 1971, we didn't realize it started then. Then in the 80s, it started to really kick in, right, with all of these 401. Right? No more pensions. Companies don't have to do it, right? They want the stocks to go up. That was how big stocks go up. Hey, you don't have to pay for all your employees anymore. Hey. Well, now you go. There you go. Dow's negative now. Uh, 800. Nine five one zero five nine two. I'm not going to scream and yell at you today. You know what's out there. The signs are there. Do something about it, I, you know, because I think you're going to do real well. That's why. Patriot Radio News Hour. Final segment coming up. 
800-951-0592. The Dow is now down 40. Uh, The S&P is down 13. The NASDAQ is down 50. Uh, Gold is now gone higher, uh, 1,284, 1,285. Silver is... uh, Three four cents higher as well. About uh, closing in here on fifteen dollars uh, and forty cents today's special. And again, I don't know what you're waiting for. MS sixty one twenty dollar liberties in Saint thirteen eighty five. Our regular twenties are thirteen ninety. This is why you want to do business with us. I know a lot of people, hey, they like the graded coins, right? There's no question to what you hold. Uh, you, you don't have to worry about the coin shops trying to steal them for you or whatever. You know, they're, they're fake or they're this or they're that or blah, 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 blah. These are the coins for you then at 800-951-0592. Here's why I like them. Because as gold starts to go, you're going to get not only the move in gold, but you're going to get those those slab premiums. They're going to come back, right? We've seen already the premiums on the raw gold. They're back. So so it, it, you're essentially buying these premium free, right? And, and I told you, normal premium is about seventy five bucks between an ungraded and a mint safe sixty one seventy seventy five dollars an ounce. And, and at times, boy, when gold hit 1900 an MS-61, you're talking $2,600, $2,600. Take the time, put some away. 800-951-0592. Uh, you got three lines still open. Well, okay, two lines still open. Arlene has broken one of the phones today. So... <laughs> And I don't mean to laugh. We got a phone, and it's my phone. It's my phone too that that I use, and I I trip over this phone cord. I can't tell you at least once every other week. This phone is falling on the ground, and I'm not kidding. At least a hundred plus times, and has always worked. Arlene has never done it. She did it, and now it's broken. So uh, it may take us a, a few more rings than normal uh, to get to you. 800-951-0592. Uh, that is the toll-free number. We, we will uh, be back tomorrow. i uh, got some other things we'll, we'll get to. Ron Paul was out talking. I want to get to him. I didn't get a chance to get to him today. Uh, and, and a bunch of other things as well. Uh, again, the move down, a lot of this correlated to the news with the trade talks with the Chinese. Listen, Ray Dalio put it very, very nicely. He said it a lot nicer than I did. This is how the Chinese operate. And they've operated this way for centuries. This is what they're about. This is who they really are. They're not our friend. Never been our friend. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Everybody enjoy the rest of your hump day. We'll be back tomorrow.